Welcome to the Nick Fong Podcast. As the broker and owner of Ronaval Real Estate, Nick has spent nearly 20 years in Baja, California, sir. And in this podcast, he'll be talking everything Baja, from food and culture to real estate and property management. And now, here's your host, Nick Fong. All right, we're back at the podcast. I have two guests, Scott Purcell, Sarah Ramos. Welcome, guys. Thank, Thank you, you very much. much. These two guys are our development department, uh, our development manager and assistant development manager. And I thought I'd take some time to get to know each and each one of you and talk a little bit about developments. That's great. It's a great subject. We are... Um, have been drinking from a fire hose here recently with all the things that are going on. So it's been really uh, an amazing experience, uh, challenge. We have a lot of great projects. One of the ones we just released this morning is going to be 196 uh, units in Tazal with direct uh, lands in views and water views. Really spectacular project. Yeah, no, it's exciting. And Scott, um, you're not Mexican. <laughs> you're... you're um, you're American like I am. Where, where are you from? What brought you to the Cabo? Okay, so I spent most of my adult life in Florida. I, I had a, a business in Florida that brought me to uh, Mexico, to both uh, the Yucatan Peninsula and to Cabo. And I can remember coming down the hill from the airport when you're going into San Jose and I saw the water there. It was at that moment that I knew this is where I wanted to be. And so I tried to line up all of my activities from that moment forward to a, a strategic goal of ending up in Cabo and uh, made it happen in 2016. 2016. And so you first came here with the hurricane yeah, my Curtis. first year, um, I had a, a business that manufactured a hurricane protection product. And mm -hmm. so my first year in Los Cabos was 2008. Okay. I had been going to uh, the Yucatan Peninsula since the year 2000, but mm -hmm. uh, here 2008. Okay. And since uh, 2016, tell everyone how you and I met. <laughs> so I was uh, part of a, uh, a, a group that owns a sailing school for kids in Puerto Los Cabos. And uh, so we, through our community of friends, uh, had some kids that had been part of this program that was started before and not quite put together well, and we put together a better program. And, and uh, Nick's son, Waka, was uh, one, of our, one of our students when we started the school, and that's how Nick and I had the opportunity to meet. Of course, I knew of Nick prior to that, as, does most, as do most people here in mm -hmm. uh, Los Cabos. Cool. And you joined us uh, how many months ago? I joined you in April. Of yeah. 2021. So yeah. we're at the final days of August, just four months ago. It's an interesting story how I came back here. Um, I worked with a different business before, but I had moved over to the Yucatan just for about 10 months to work on a project there. And uh, I really missed uh, Baja, and I knew I needed to get back. Mm -hmm. And so I talked to my friends who, who live here, and I said, I really want to come back. And they said, well, you know what? Real estate business is really good here as well. And uh, I've got friends who are looking for places. So I put together a trip driving across the country uh, for five days. I got here on Thursday afternoon. I met with Nick and Greg Friday morning, took the position here to work with them, and on Tuesday, I had a deposit in for a, a house. Yeah, I mean, Scott started as just a sales agent, and in just a couple months, 
was, has graduated to the development manager. And tell everyone else also a little bit about your hobby. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, I'm an avid dirt bike rider and I ride competitively as well. And over the last five years, I've spent um, time going up and down the Baja Peninsula, Mo Baja Peninsula, most of that off-road on a motorcycle, more than 40 times. Wow. Yeah, and uh, an example of, of, of uh, what I like to do is my first attempt at a Dakar-style rally navigation race will take place uh, September 26th. It's called the Baja Rally Six Days. And so... It is a, a timed uh, event that is a, it takes place a thousand miles over the course of about six days. Wow, and it's solo, right? Yes. And you were telling me uh, before that you don't really have navigation or the navigation is kind of yeah, funky. Yeah, so what's different about a rally race is you're not, there's no marked course like you have with like the Baja 1000 that everybody knows. Mm -hmm. So there's no marked course. You have, it's a, it's a paper scroll that's in a box in front of you on the, on the motorcycle dashboard. Next to that, you have a, an odometer counter and what's called a rally comp computer that gives you some other instructions. So you're basically following a chart that says, for example, at, at kilometer marker 12.4, you're going to have a left-hand turn. At kilometer marker 14.5, there's a danger in the road or something. So you're following, it's like texting and, and racing at the same time. So you're following these instructions rather than a GPS telling you turn right at the next turn. So it uh, tends to go over remote areas and remote trails can be two track or single track trails. Mm -hmm. Um, in very remote areas of the Baja Peninsula. It sounds like it could get a little dangerous, too. It is dangerous, yeah. but I, I think that is, uh, that's part of the draw, um, that challenge and that, uh, that lure to, uh, to push yourself to the limits. All right, so when you do that race, and uh, Rony Vall is sponsoring uh, his bike, um, make sure you come back in one piece. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my only objective in the race is to finish and to finish in one piece. All right, and your number? 44. Track them, number 44, starting September? 26. 26, six days? Yes. And 1,000 miles. That's right. Woo! <laughs> All right, Sarah, what are you doing? Well, I'm the sister. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about you. Where well, are you from? I'm uh, from Mexico City. Uh -huh. I came here when I was 15. So basically, I'm 16 years living here in Cabo. Mm -hmm. uh, finish up uh, my junior and uh, my junior school, high school, university here. Okay. I studied as an accountant. I worked as an accountant for over eight years. Then uh, my career shipped over to sales. I started working in Timeshare for mm -hmm. one year and a half, yeah. most likely. Uh, pandemic came. Yes. It kind of messed everybody's uh, uh, schedule and everything. And then I said, you know what? I want to give it a try to something different. Yeah. And I saw that the real estate market was going crazy. Everybody wanted to come to Cabo and buy a property. So... Uh, I knew Greg and he told me about the market. He told me to study, to start doing all this stuff. So I said, you know what, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity to get in a company like this one. Mm -hmm. So I started uh, studying, getting my license, getting everything. And by January on 2021, mm -hmm. uh, I called Greg and I said, I'm ready. 
Greg's our sales director. So for those that you don't know. Yeah. yeah. And interviews, interviews, interviews. And, uh, and in February 8th or 10th, I was in the company. Wow. And it was, it's been really good. I, I've been doing all my homework and working. And by the following week, I was able to tour some uh, clients and actually got uh, my first sale. Yeah. Well, so. Hey, thanks for being a part of the Nick Fong podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest updates. And if you're watching this on our social channels, please like and share. And if you want to be featured or you want me to talk on a certain topic, food, activities, culture, real estate in the Baja, drop a comment. Excellent. Excellent. You know, it's great to hear these stories because um, you who've been coming since 2000s, right, to Mexico, you're Mexican, um, and but how we all converge here in Cabo. And so let's move on to developments. And it's a no mistake when you arrive at the airport, you start driving down the highway, you see a lot of construction going on. Um, how do you see, Scott, the area in, from a development perspective? Well, I think that right now developments are more important than ever to the Los Cabos area because from a real estate perspective, um, the first half of the year, we sold roughly 600 units. Mm -hmm. We have roughly 600 units in inventory, so we have six months of inventory roughly. Mm -hmm. And so it's important to Los Cabos area to make available more inventory for the demand. Yeah. There's a, a tremendous amount of demand right now. So, But more so than that, what I think we're looking for is to pair with the best quality that we can find here. So we're make sure that we uh, working with uh, developers that have a track record, mm -hmm. that have uh, the know-how that's, that's needed to build really high quality uh, uh, infrastructure and buildings here in Los Cabos because you can find places that don't have that. Yep. And so we want to make sure that not just that we're filling a gap, that we're, but that we're doing a really good job with it. Yeah, so it, you build a good reputation. It has longevity yes. and something that, you know, I'm in a lot of these meetings with our developers or potential developer clients. And it's not just one project, but the legacy of many projects and building that reputation. Yes. Um, and so what about the areas, not just Los Cabos, but... Other areas. Yes. Yeah, so um, we are, as Ronival uh, Agency, we cover the entire state of Baja California Sur. Uh, so our farthest north project is a new development that will be coming online, I believe, in the next two weeks. Mm -hmm. Is a development called Nopolo Hills in Loretto. And Loretto, if you've never been there, you absolutely it's, should go. It's, it's beautiful. It's really amazing. And uh, interesting note about Loretto is the only place in the world other than the Galapagos Islands where lives the blue-footed booby. It's on an island, Coronado, right off the coast of uh, Loreto. So really interesting. And wow. Yeah, so that's a little... Uh, a hit, uh, trivia? A little trivia yeah. for you, that. But it's a beautiful waterfront community. They have a, a, a malecon or a, a boardwalk on the water. Just amazing. The people are amazing. Um, but this particular development is very interesting because... 
not only is it just going to be a housing community, but it's mm -hmm. also going to be a wellness community. Mm. So we're going to have uh, uh, U.S. class healthcare facilities there, mm -hmm. uh, managed by an American doctor and certainly staffed by Mexican doctors and, mm -hmm. and nurses. Um, there will be all kinds of different activities for wellness in that community. And I think the housing, the houses that will be built there are very modern, very, very interesting design, very appealing, very naturistic yeah. in yeah. their appeal. And the lots are, are fairly decent size. And so I think we're all very excited about that. Sierra and I were just there about three weeks ago to meet with the developer and saw the, the, the movement and the action taking place there. He actually took his, his bike up there. I had to drive. <laughs> you drove your bike up to Loretto. Yes, yeah. I did. Yeah. All right. Got to get practice in when there's availability for it. No, that's a perfect project because I know... Uh, we have our office there in Loretto Bay, so 700 homes, uh, well-established community, uh, a great base of homeowners, and Napolo Hills is right next to it. And it's a project where you kind of wonder as a developer, well, there's 700 units already there. And our team was able to go in and advise them, you know, uh, Loretto Bay units, 700, very few of them have garages, so why not we put garages in all of them, right? And these, um, all the units are two-story or even three stories. What about single story? And it's that kind of uh, input and uh, design work that I think really creates that niche inside of um, a community that's well-established like Loretto Bay. So um, I'm excited for that in a few weeks. Yes, yes, just a few weeks. And I think what you mentioned is a very important topic as well. Because Ronival understands the market, uh, we do work with the developers in the design phase mm -hmm. as much as possible to make sure that not just they're filling a void for inventory, but they're actually building something that's appealing to the clients and what people want. So our, uh, our work early on with a developer, even before anything is ever moved, any earth is moved, mm -hmm. is to make sure that they're designing a product that appeals to the clients. Yeah, yeah. What do you see in regards to, I'm a developer, I'm watching this podcast or listening to this podcast and I'm thinking, I wanna build something that's not out there. What would you say is a void? What is a niche in the market to fill? Okay, I think that one thing is there are not enough single floor homes mm -hmm. in Cabo. Yep. Um, Certainly there are some at a very high price point. I think that's one void that can be filled. Yeah. Um, there are others where communities that have more amenities, I think is, is a void that can be filled as well. Yep, what absolutely. Say, as he mentioned, probably something uh, comfortable for older people, like okay. retirement. More retirement focused. You know, it's interesting because our typical age the median mean age of our clients, expats buying, is probably in that 50 to 60 range, right? And so in the States, that 55 and older, they tend to be more active. Um, people are living longer, are in better health. Um, but I agree, you know, when you get into the 80s, uh, 90s, even in the, into your hundreds, it'd be great to have a community focused around the necessary uh, care, the needs, the requirements of uh, people in the 80 plus 
uh, age range. Check this one out. Um, I think we were in a meeting talking about this, but it doesn't exist yet, but a uh, private airport hangar in your backyard. Private jet, fly in, and then you just kind of go to your house, maybe? Absolutely, that would be spectacular. All right, so if you're interested, I actually have a property um, that could fit that. That's amazing, yeah. So. I lived in Florida, and we had a few communities like that, and they were highly sought after, and not many around. So that's, that's a really wonderful. So what do you think, um, I, I'm interested to know both of your opinions on this. And the next year, what do you expect for new developments in the next year? Not just inside of Ronival, but the whole market. Um, from a standpoint of numbers or? Trends, like what do you see coming to the market? What do you see in terms of new construction? Um, if we were to go fast forward a year from now, what would you expect? I would expect in the next six months for there to be somewhere around between 500 and 600 more units on the market. Mm -hmm. um, there, I'll use an example of when I was in the hurricane protection business. Yep. After a hurricane, there becomes a lot of business mm -hmm. available. And so you get a lot of people coming into the game because there's business. So I think that we may get a lot more than we actually need. Yep. Um, and so I think at that point, it becomes very uh, important that you focus on quality yep. rather than quantity because there is a demand, such a demand for real estate now that there are people getting into the game that maybe don't have the right skill set or experience mm -hmm. or maybe partnering with the people who don't have the right skill set or experience. Sure. And so I think that we're going to see a lot of that. And uh, that's why it's very important that uh, you're cautious. Yeah. And have the right advisors, right? The right people that have the experience, um, the, the numbers, the track record to give the advice of what to build how to build it yes. so that when and where they, and where location 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 yeah. right uh, and, and and i also feel that more mexican developers are coming to Cabo, mm -hmm. and they big developers in mexico city guadalajara monterrey that they need the advice on how the market works here in Cabo. why is that uh why is that important because they we have a more control type of real, uh, real estate here compared to mexico city for instance, we have the MLS, which is something that they don't work with. Yep. Uh, escrows. Yep. Uh, so it's certain uh, things that we have to... I'll throw another one. I mean, the Fide Comiso, the real estate trust. So uh, most of our Mexican developers, they know what it is, but certainly they don't have buyers in Mexico City, Guadalajara, Monterey, purchasing a house in a Fide Comiso, a real estate trust. Exactly. And the reason is, of course, because even if you're an American citizen, you don't need a trust mm -hmm. uh, inside that area here because of our proximity to the shore, you have to have it in a trust. Yep. And, and also I feel that within the next year, La Paz as well is going to grow a lot. It's going to be one spectacular place to be also here in Cabo. It's going from Cabo all the way up. Right. On both sides of the shoreline. Yes. Escape, for example, they have, it's incredible over there. Yeah. And it's still so virgin yes. that and, you want to go to live there. That leads into our story about Loretto coming south from there. 
um, there's a beautiful town that is famous for kite surfers. Mm-hmm. It's called La Ventana, and it's spectacular. It's amazing. And there really isn't any condo space there mm-hmm. until now. Mm-hmm. We're working with a developer, Calypso. Yeah. Great developer, um, great relationship, good builder. Um, we've been able to point them in the right direction to, to do things that will help. Yep. And that building is moving forward quickly, and it's really the first of, I think, many in La Ventana. And for a price point of around $140,000 or $50,000, yeah. yeah. you can have uh, an ocean view condo in La Ventana. Even if you're a kite surfer, the, the draw for this area, a place to keep your equipment, uh, to not have to worry about finding a place to stay when it's crowded uh, during kiteboarding season. Yeah. Uh, also, the mountain biking, the, the videos that you did on the mountain yeah. biking and yeah. the kite surfing are amazing. Yeah, Colleen and Lorena, uh, both professional, one being kiteboarding and one being the mountain biking downhill. Yes, in that video, I was struck because of all the places that professional mountain biker has has competed. Mm-hmm. Her favorite place was La Ventana. Yeah. Yeah, that's Pretty amazing. crazy. It is. It really is. Well, guys, I appreciate your time joining me. Uh, sharing a little bit of your experience and talking about developments. And if you have any questions about developments, it's Scott Purcell, Cyril Ramos. Till the next podcast. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Nick Fong Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Ronaval Real Estate. And follow Nick on Instagram at nickfong underscore Ronaval. Ready to find your Baja dream home? Check out the latest property listings at ronaval.com or findmexicohouses.com. Hasta luego.